Pulse 95. Between local lines, notes from the Emirate. Notes from the Emirate, indeed. A very good morning and welcome back on to the Morning Majlis. It is such an exciting time that the live events are back here in uh, the country and uh, we're all very excited for the big event that is taking place uh, later on and it is the IGCF. But of course, before that, uh, yesterday, Rania had a very, very uh, busy morning because uh, the International Narrators Forum has been inaugurated which was inaugurated by His Highness Sheikh Sultan bin Ahmed bin Sultan al-Qasimi, Deputy Ruler of Sharjah, and uh, it is taking place at the Expo Centre under the slogan Animal Stories. But Rania, you did you spot any animals yesterday? No, no. but a lot of paintings, uh, a lot of uh, humans that were making a lot of animal sounds <laughs> and gestures and they're trying to imitate animals that was really fun and one in particular is uh, uh, the the mime artist and the storyteller and uh, mr antonio roca who i spoke with yesterday he, ha- he put on a great show and uh, he he's a great impersonator of of, of animals as well uh, and uh, i got to see that uh, live yesterday on stage so uh, i spoke with him and he actually uh, did a couple of animal voices uh, for me and we will be also listening to that uh, just right after the news. But for now, um, I would like to share with you the conversation that I had uh, with Moza al Nuaimi, the International Relations uh, Coordinator at the Sharjah Institute for Heritage and also a member in the Sharjah International Narrative Forum about the event uh, this year. And uh, because we will be seeing a lot of seminars, uh, lectures, sessions that review many important approaches to animal stories, because that is the main focus here this year, uh, with the participation of a group of experts, researchers and writers from more than 38 different countries. So we're looking at various lectures, uh, specialized seminars, dialogues, a cultural cafe that's also available in this year's intellectual program uh, and a corner for signing the forum's publications as well. We're going to see a range of international, uh, interesting um, uh, topics, including the art of miniatures in Islamic civilization, animal tongues in the Arabic novel, um, uh, animals in ancient Egyptian narratives, uh, animal stories in Arab and world heritage, and many, many more. So to learn more about what we will be expecting from this year's Sharjah International Narrators Forum. Here's the conversation that I had with Moza Al-Aimi. So let's start talking about the Sharjah International Narrator Forum. Uh, give us an overview of the message behind this annual event and what audience does it really appeal to? Uh, the audience that will appeal in the Sharjah International Narrator Forum is actually the senior narrators, and we would uh, we invite uh, the public uh, people and uh, specifically the children that is uh, to teach them and uh, make them learn about storytelling uh, about animals. Uh, so the forum is running from the 22nd of September until the 30th of September. Can you tell us more about some of these sessions, workshops, uh, the shows that w- we will be seeing taking place? Uh, throughout the event and what they really revolve around. Uh, the sessions will be revolved about uh, the general and the main uh, slogan about the Sharjah International Narrative Forum about the animal tales. Some of the workshops uh, will be uh, appealing to children such as the clay, um, clay animal sculpture and uh, they will also uh, make the story com- composition of the animal uh, tales. 
uh, about the sessions, it will appeal about uh, animal storytelling um, or uh, animal tales in um, world heritage, and we also have it in uh, the traditional Arab uh, world. And uh, can you share with us uh, some of the names of the prominent narrators and authors uh, who will be participating at the forum this year? Uh, the most important uh, uh, person in the forum is uh, Professor Ahmed Abdelrahim Nasser. He is the guest of honor. And uh, the theme behind animal, uh, animal storytelling uh, about uh, Abdelaziz al-Rawi, which is the um, legal personality of the forum. And how is this, this year's uh, edition of the forum different from the previous editions? Uh, this edition is mainly focusing about animal tales, which uh, we chose animal tales to be the theme of this year uh, in order for us to bring out the stories, that is the ancient stories about uh, animal storytelling and uh, the importance. Yes, it's very important that you brought up the, the animal stories. That is the slogan for this year's uh, uh, edition. So why was this theme chosen and what will we expect to learn from those stories that, that will be narrated about animals? Uh, as we uh, have a participation of 40 countries around the world, we will uh, uh, expect that uh, the animal tales will be uh, bringing out different cultures and uh, environment from all over the world uh, about the animal tales. And uh, why is Sharjah an ideal destination for narrators, uh, researchers and authors from all over the world really to, to gather and share their expertise and work in? Uh, Sharjah's main focus is on heritage, culture, and um, the tradition as an overall. So that's the main reason that we chose Sharjah International Narrator Forum in order for us to bring all the narrators uh, in one place for their experience together. And do you have uh, one final message for the public? Uh, we would like to invite the audience that there will be an exhibition uh, accompanying to the Sharjah International Narrative Forum that will take place in Sharjah Institute for Heritage uh, on the 25th of September. This is going to be a conversation and uh, an event to look forward to indeed. So, Rania, uh, who are we meeting again right after the sports headlines? We are going to be listening uh, to the conversation that I had with Antonio Roca, the mime artist and storyteller, and I got to speak with him right after the show that he put on yesterday. Quite a character, huh? Very, yeah. Very interesting conversation. And well, if you want to hear some animal voices and sounds, you got to stay tuned. Did they teach you how to make some noises? Maybe. You're gonna Maybe. Have, yeah. oh, just we'll just ask, tune in. We'll have to ask Rania <laughs> to, to impersonate Oh, no. <laughs> well, stay with us on the Morning Majlis. We'll uh, quickly move on and uh, we'll be back after the sports headlines uh, courtesy of Ilya. And uh, we'll uh, quickly move on. And uh, up next is going to be the Narrator Forum as well. This is the Morning Majlis only on Pulse95. The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. Everyone, welcome back to the program. Continuing our conversations from the Sharjah International Narrator Forum, where Rania was there uh, with the team from Pulse 95. And you got to talk to uh, the writer Fabio Lisboa. I heard he's quite the character. Yeah, he was. And I also spoke with a, with another one as well that we're going to listen to uh, his conversation, uh, Antonio Roca. Uh, the mime artist and also the storyteller yeah he's got those animal sounds he's said. got yes yes that's something that we're looking forward to 
So what does Antonio do? Is he is he is he really famous? Uh, what, he what? is. Yeah. What does he do exactly? He's a mime artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a, a narrator, and he he narrates different stories actually, not just uh, animal stories. But he's really good at impersonating okay. uh, animals and uh, telling stories. And and he's his performance was incredible because he used theatrical techniques okay. with mimes with storytelling all together and sounds of course wow. so he used voice his body um, gestures uh, everything could it be a bit of a character to it do is that, yeah. he is he is definitely so let's uh, listen in to Antonio Roca and uh, let's uh, see what he had to say to Rania yesterday Mr. Antonio, so how can uh, the tales of animals and animal stories associate with us as humans? How can it touch us? How can it appeal to us and kind of penetrate our minds? Animal tales were teaching tools a long time ago before written language. That's where they came from. Yes, because uh, there are no people didn't write. A lot of people did not write. This is before books, okay? Before books were created, before written language was popular, still a lot of people can't write. So how do you keep yourself, your children safe? How do you pass tradition from grandparents to grandchildren? You tell stories. And animal tales are stories that are fun, they're entertaining, but they have lessons, cautionary tales. They have lessons to keep you safe. They have lessons to teach you things about life. So the animals are for entertainment's sake, for children to remember the story. So if the animal is funny, if the animal is in a funny situation, they remember the story, and by remembering the story, they remember the lesson inside. What I understand from what you're saying is that the emphasis is on children. How can we involve adults and um, get them engaged with those animal tales? Well, there are animal tales appropriate for children and there are animal tales appropriate for adults. Like the story I just told about the eagle who thought was a chicken. What is the story behind it? The story behind it is about finding your inner power. The eagle was born amongst chickens. So he behaved like a chicken. If you're born in a place and all you see is, it's, you don't see yourself, you behave like that group. So what happens is the eagle thought he was a chicken because he was raised by chickens. And then a real eagle comes and finds it and teaches it how to fly. So it's a story about empowerment. It's a story from the African-American tradition about finding your own wings and flying and taking flight. This is incredible. You're talking about empowerment. What other elements we will be getting or lessons learned uh, from those stories uh, that are being narrated here at the SINF this year? Usually folk tales and animal tales, they are about empowerment. They're about keeping yourself safe, not going somewhere. A classic animal tale. What is a classic animal tale about don't go in the forest? Walk on the road. Little Red Riding Hood, classic animal tale. Big, bad wolf is in the dark, dark woods. So you go on the road, you don't go in the woods. So this is a time in which it was dangerous for children to go in the woods because they might be eaten from, by an animal. So they create stories about a bad wolf. So it, it depends on the story. There are stories about respect. There are stories about 
uh, cultural diversity, respect for different cultures. I would like to touch on this aspect. How can those tales celebrate and showcase culture and heritage? Well, the stories usually they come dressed in the culture that they come from. So you tell a story from Africa, there will be aspects of African, depending on the country. There are 54 countries in Africa. So depending where the story is coming from in Africa, they'll be dressed. The story will be dressed in that culture. If the story goes to Brazil and it stays there for 100 years, guess what? It becomes dressed like Brazilian culture, but the story is the same. So if it goes to Japan, there are stories from India who have become part of the Irish tradition. There are stories from India who have become part of the German tradition because of the trade, the spice trade, the Silk Road, people caravanning through the Middle East from the Far East to Europe. So they brought stories, not just uh, goods. How can you leverage social media uh, to connect with people as a narrator? Since people now, they have shorter uh, attention spans for sure. Uh, so how do you capture the attention and interest of the audience through social media? Social media is my electronic business card. They go to my website and there are videos there. I have two TEDx talks and they can watch a story. And, and what captures the attention in a story is the problem in the story, how the characters are gonna solve the problem. I want to know the amount of training and what kind of research you have to go through before you construct the storytelling performance, the narration, or the show that you just put on, for example. My early training was in movement, mime. I trained with Tony Montanaro, who was the foremost mime in the United States. I also studied with Marcel Marceau, who is a French mime. And then I went to college for theater, and I combined theater techniques with mime techniques, which is theater. Mime is, is theater. It's a performing art. So I mix them, and that's my style. I move and talk, and sometimes I just move, no talking. And sometimes I talk and don't move. So it's a little bit of everything. And then, depending on the story, I have to research. If I'm gonna imitate a lion, I have to know how a lion moves. If I'm gonna imitate an eagle, I need to know how the eagle moves, right? And then I try to imitate the sound effects. For example, I can purr like a large cat. So that is a sound effect of a wild cat. I can do dozens and dozens of animals. So when I am telling the story, I become the characters. I don't just talk about the characters, but I impersonate the characters through body language and voice. That was an interesting conversation. That was, that was. ridiculous. That was an impressive sound right there. I know. How does he do that? Amazing. Can you do animal sounds, Rania? No, I can just do like, meow, meow. Oh, that's pretty good. Moo. <laughs> that is. That, that is. <laughs> that was a go. Very good. In case you, in case well, that was terrible. Take a go at it. Okay. Howl. Okay. That's it. I was just gonna say howl. howl. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a word. <laughs> that's not yeah, a sound. I don't think they talk like that. No, I'm pretty try, sure. Try, try. Bagheera. What? Bagheera. What is that? What is that? Baloo. Do you remember Baloo from Jungle Book? No. He's referencing to. Well, they, what are you uh, referencing to? They, like the animal uh, <laughs> They talked. Okay. <laughs> We don't do talking animals here. I don't do talking animals. <laughs> well, when I was a child, a talking animals was <laughs> the thing. Uh, look at the stars. Great kings of the past. Look try down barking. Oh, that was a good impression. <laughs> well, uh, why don't you try barking? That's easy. No, no, no. We can, we can, we can. I'm trying to put him on the spot. He's right? not letting me. <laughs> <laughs> no animal sounds? Try no, anything. Well, that was it. 
We did. I did a moo and a meow. And yeah, I did whatever I did. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do yours. Whatever that was. Everything Entertain that the, light the listeners. Everything that the light touches is our kingdom. There you go. Okay. Is that Mufasa? Mufasa. Yeah, he's referencing Mufasa. <laughs> he's an animal. He talked. That's fine. It counts. It's okay. Well, stay with us on the Morning Majlis. We'll continue the discussions here on the program. And uh, Sharjah International Narrators Forum is a place <laughs> to go if you want to master the art of animal noises. I think that's where I should be headed uh, to start making some noises. This is the Morning Majlis. Only on Pulse 95. Up next, we talk to you uh, about Souq al-Jabail and their new service. And this is all in line with the world of digital Sharjah as well. This is The Morning Majlis, only on Pulse 95.